0: Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick ons. You're welcome. Welcome
1: to Kick Ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. Kia ora, Jason.
0: Kia ora, Steph. How are you? I'm
1: good. I I did have to think about that, but I am good.
0: That's really nice to hear. It's been a week since I last saw you. I know. And?
1: Um, I'm trying to think if anything's changed. It's my birthday month.
0: Oh, truly. When does cancer season officially kick in?
1: I think we've got a little while to go, because if you think about Jess Reeves, friend of the pod, her birthday is the 24th of June, 26th, around in that bracket. And she's a Gemini. Okay. So I think it's towards the end.
0: Okay, so, so we've you're, got you're a little bit basically a cusp.
1: Yeah, I think so, but I don't identify as a cast.
0: Yeah, you're full cancer vibes. That's actually so true. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to play a quick game with you, okay. listeners. It's, it's called <laughs> What's the Chip?
1: This is quite an unfair, um, uh, thing to put our guests through.
0: Yeah. Well, (laughs) but where you go? So, um, this is a part of, uh, our show that randomly comes along when one of us has a bag of chips and I currently have a bag of chips and what I'm going to do is I'm just going to crunch into the microphone and I want, uh, listeners and the people that I can see right now to guess the type and flavor of the chip based on the crunch. So if you guys could close your eyes.
1: Okay. Oh my God. That sounded fake. (laughs) Well, I've seen the bag. (laughs) So shall we?
0: Okay. Hold, hold your answers. Yeah, Yeah. You go, Steph. I'll
1: go, and then we'll redo this. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know we're all about crying on the dance floor here at Kick Ons, and our guest's latest release, Love is Useless, needs to be added to your party playlist immediately. Featuring silky vocals from Junie and an incredible music video, we're excited to hear about how the song came to be. So please welcome to Kick Ons to identify that chip. I'm Amelia.
2: (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Um, I think it's definitely got to be a crinkle cut with like the level of crunch.
0: Correct. Okay.
2: Because you're not getting that from like a single layer.
0: No. Um, No, it's a thick chip. Yeah. Uh, Maybe sour cream and chives. Oh, wrong. Wrong, wrong, (laughs) wrong. Do you want me to crunch again? A small crust. Yeah, I could go yeah. Okay, a Yeah, yeah. We Okay. didn't vet
1: this. What if like, what's the opposite of stenesthesia? Oh my god, that was different.
2: Oh. Uh. <laughs> I feel like you're savoring it's it so too bad. much for it to be really salted. I feel like it has to be like, like a flavorful flavor.
0: It is a flavorful flavor. Yeah. Is- ding
2: ding is it one of these like bluebird novelty flavors that they've got out at the moment is it gonna be like baked potato or something
0: who do you think i am (laughs) (laughs) i gotta say it's a classic chip flavor (laughs) extra crunchy do you want me to just tell you
2: i think i think we gotta reveal it now
0: i think so welcome to the pod welcome to kick on's pod for the first time (laughs) heartland extreme oh. crunch salt Heart- and vinegar Classic.
1: yeah it's they weren't lying when they said it. <laughs>
0: all right thank you so much heartland uh, extra crunch for coming on the pod today but unfortunately it's not about you or me
1: <laughs> no it is about our fabulous guest and I guess let's start with the fact that the song has just come out on Friday the 3rd. So last Friday, Love is Useless. We'd love to hear, I guess, how the track came to be.
2: Um, I mean, this one has been kind of like in the, it's been in like the slow cook oven. You know, Ooh. this is not like a microwave track. This has been, you know, in the rice cooker overnight kind of thing. Um, so if, <laughs> initially it started getting made in like the first big lockdown. um is when like things started to happen to it um and and basically because it only got started then it couldn't it it, there was it didn't couldn't get finished in time to go on like the last like the album that i put out and so me and jen Junny kind of like quietly worked on it in the background and then zach from sun return records was like oh, I put it in for funding and the government has decided to give you money to make a music video for it. And we are like, oh my God, amazing. Um, And so we like went into the studio and like re-recorded the vocals and we were like, yeah, we're going to record a music video. And then another lockdown happened. (laughs) So we were like, okay, I guess we won't be recording the music video for another few months. Um, But yeah, and now it's like, now it's here. It's so exciting. (laughs) It's, um, yeah, the victim of many delays.
0: What a process. Worth the wait, though. Do you feel like it is the same uh, vibe uh, artistically as it would have been, like, if you had released it two years ago? I
2: think, I feel like the tra- the track is maybe the same, but I feel like I like it more for it having kind of, like, marinated a little bit. Mm. I think, like, when you when you make something and then it comes out, there's always this like period where you know you've put you've spent so much time with it it's like you kind of you don't want to hang out for a little bit like you hear it and you're like "Mm, i kind of need to spend some time with some other people for a while um (laughs) and i feel like i didn't i didn't really have to have that with this track it was kind of like a nice kind of long-term companion and now i get to kind of share it with everybody else because i think like it was always meant to be uh sad waiting at the bus stop kind of a song (laughs) And I think that's kind of how it how it is has turned out. You're like on your way to a party, but you're kind of like gutted because your your crush isn't gonna be there or whatever.
0: Uh, oh, it literally <laughs> is. How would you describe your sound?
2: Uh I I feel like all the things that I like to use to describe my own music are like sound a bit disparaging. I was gonna say like <laughs> junk junk shop electronica. Um, but just because I I I don't know. I I love like old YouTube rips and you know like that sound you you would get when you would get like a burnt CD off off someone. It was like, you know, you, you're like friends older brother and they've made this like mix CD and everything yeah. sounded like a little bit tinny and janky. Um Thank you Limewire. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, 100%. You get the mislabeled track off Limewire. You're like, "Yeah, this is definitely by The Strokes." Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, that kind of like I feel like that sound has such like a special quality to me, and I try and kind of like recreate that in my music. Um, a lot of like beating up sounds until they they sound a little bit recycled.
0: Um, yeah, cool. I I got like a um, drum and bass, but like glittery camp.
2: Yeah, it's also it's it. also very like. Um, it it yeah. It's also like halfway between like club music and kind of ABBA. Like those are the things yes. that I really like passionate <laughs> about. Are like you know Kylie Minogue bangers of the early two thousand and like obscure strange drum break music. Um, are like my favorite things. So I'm glad that those have come
0: together. Full-ay. Yeah, they do. <laughs> it shouldn't make sense, but. It does. And we're grateful <laughs> that you smashed those together. Who oh, inspired you. you to start music?
2: Um, I mean, I, I, I really want to be like a rock star for a long time. Yes. Um, but it is logistically kind of a, a pain. You know, you have to have other people in the band um, and you have to like pay someone to like record your, your music and, you, you know, do all that stuff to do gigs and things. And so at a certain point I realized that if I could do it all myself in my computer, one, you don't have to split the check. Um, And two, you don't have to organize band practice every week with five musicians and musicians are like, it's like herding cats. Um, So I had kind of always wanted to do music and I feel like I kind of like stumbled into electronic music and it's, yeah, it's been, it's been strange and nice. (laughs)
1: Yeah, is it something that you had to teach yourself,
2: or? Um, yeah, I mean, I was lucky to have a few friends. Um, my friend Ruben uh, Totems was like, was very generous. Spent a lot of time teaching me how to use how to use Ableton. Um, my friend Alia, who makes music as Baby Zionov, and who just put out a, a track, I guess, like a week and a half ago, um, uh, is has been very kind of like kind and and generous. It's it's just, it's like, I've also obviously watched a lot of those boring YouTube videos where a man goes, today we're going to learn to EQ a snare. Um, (laughs) And it's 20 minutes and it's like a a preamble that's 10 minutes long of him talking about the history of EQing snares. Um, But I think the more valuable ones have been like people, like my friends and people in the community who are like, oh, I tried this thing. Oh, I heard about this plugin. Oh, I um, I heard your track. And if you do this, it'll sound really cool. Um, I feel like it's like, it's very, it's very rewarding to kind of build that stuff up together.
0: Fully community vibes. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I feel like there's such like a, you know, with like, with like pop music, it's all about like personalities and there's such like a cult of, cult of the individual superstar. And it's nice to kind of get behind that and be like, Oh no, my my track would have been really bad if my friend hadn't told me to fix it.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> you're based in Tamaki Makoto, Auckland, but yes. is that where you're from? Like, did you grow up there? Or
2: yes, I am. Um, much, much to my shame, I am a shore girl. Um,
1: <laughs> and I,
2: yeah, hey, girl. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I did. I spent. I like. I spent some time in Wellington, but mainly. Yeah, like I grew up on the North Shore, and then as quickly as I could, I moved out of the North Shore and into town, and I've kind of lived in the central suburbs like forever now. It feels like like the North Shore is like pretty sheltered, and I and I like went to Catholic school, it, so there mm. there was definitely a journey of being like, wow, all these all these people think I'm a total weirdo, and then you meet other weirdos, and you're like, ah. Oh. Aha, uh-huh. oh, this is what this is what life is all about. Life isn't about hiding in your room and putting on David Bowie makeup. It's about doing that with your friends. Yeah,
0: yes. so true. <laughs> so good.
1: I wanted to go back to your album that came out in 2020 as well, because I feel like, well, it was very interesting to me that it was put out in just as, there was nothing happening outside <laughs> what was that like for you
2: yeah totally it made it made it a really strange experience because so like before i was doing stuff as as amelia i was in a bunch of bands and when you're in like a band it's a very like instant gratification like you play a song on stage and you can tell whether people like it or not it's like people are singing along to this one it must be good um but with with I'm Amelia, I basically, I'd made some stuff and I'd put it on the internet and Zach from Sun Return had basically said, I think this is good. If you make an album of this, I'll put it out. So I was like, yeah. okay. And then, you know, you sit in your room for the next however many months doing that. And then when it came out, I couldn't go and play it out anywhere because you weren't allowed to. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was kind of just like, mm. well, I, I hope this went well. I guess people seem to like it, and it it made it for a really inter- interesting experience when we kind of reemerged towards the end of that year. So, and I realized, oh, people have been listening to this. People have yeah. been like enjoying this. It was really, it was really nice. Um, yeah. What um, did
0: you learn from the experience of making your first album? <laughs>
2: um. <laughs> i mean i learned <laughs> i a lot of boring like technical things like oh don't do that that sounds bad um uh, definitely i think it was uh like i, I learned a lot about sending music to other people and getting like feedback and like learning how to take feedback properly because like mm. yeah as i say in like bands it's not just the audience who gives you feedback If you write a bad song, your bass player will say, you wrote a bad song. I don't like it. Let's not learn this one. We'll write another one and we'll learn that. But if you're making it by yourself, I think it can be like, there's a a tendency to want to just like keep it to yourself until it's done. And then when Mm. it's done, what if it's bad? And so I had to kind of like get out of my head and like hit up some friends and be like, hey, what do you think of this thing that I'm working on? Hey, does this sound okay? I think it's weird, or like, you know, asking for advice and not being too concerned when they when they do say like, <laughs> I think you need to rework <laughs> this or whatever. Because I think like initially it can be easy to just be like, oh, well, they're trying to tear me down, <laughs>
0: um, but really, they're like, to get me <laughs>
2: exactly. You're like, you're like, I spent so I actually spent really long on that baseline um, just to be told that it's like flat and bad and undanceable and you're like but you come back to it, and you're like "Mm, no it was flat and bad and undanceable then you make something better and it's because your friends were like willing to say that to you because i think that's the other hard thing is that you need to like build up those kinds of relationships because otherwise people like you don't want (laughs) to you don't want to send like something to someone and they're like it's fantastic and you're like okay but any anything else (laughs) i knew it i knew it was this whole time yeah yeah exactly it's like it's i think yeah especially when like with electronic stuff where it can be so like insular it's so good Mm -hmm. to have people to like feed have like feedback with and i mean i think tracks like this where like gene is singing on it that's easy because Jen is going to give feedback, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. If, if,
2: like if she thinks something isn't working, she will say, and then you can fix it and then it'll be awesome. Um, but it's like some, some of them, it can be a lot harder and you have to kind of go out on a limb a bit. And that was a big learning
0: experience. So obviously you like really thrive in the collaborative Shut space. Up. How did you and Jean yeah. uh, meet? <laughs>
2: Uh, we were we were both hanging out at uh BFM, the local like alternative radio station. out, um, Yeah. Um and I mean basically the first track that we did together, I was just sitting around cool. fiddling with stuff and I was like, I wish I wish someone would sing on this. And Jen was like, I I could do that. And I'd never heard Jen sing before. We were just like mates. Um and so I was like Okay, go for it. Um, it was uh, <laughs> extremely, like, shocking and gratifying to hear suddenly a soul diva who had just been your mate that you'd been, you know, drinking cheap beers with the night before. Like, um, so I think once you know, once you hear a voice like that, you're kind of like, I I need you to sing on as many tracks as I can get you to cool. sing on. That's so
1: cool. There was also two remixes coming out of "Love Is Useless" again.
2: How did they come to yes. be? They're, I mean, I they're, they're pretty low key. Like w- one of them is uh, Alia Baby Zaynoff, my friend who I mentioned before. It's like mm-hmm. kind of like twelve, uh, like mm-hmm. a bit of a twelve-inch like dance floor remix. Um, so just the kind of like the whole the whole song like extended out a little bit easier to mix for the uh, for the DJs out there. Um, Uh, And the other one is one that I threw together because I was listening to a whole lot of like UK street soul. It's like kind of like a UK R and B variant from like the eighties and nineties. And I was like, well, I have this amazing vocal sitting here that, um, that Jenny has done. (laughs) Maybe I could just make another track underneath this. Um, So that is, that is that one. It's a slightly janky synth pop version of the song. Which was really fun to do, and I got one of my uh, one of my friends who's <laughs> big into, like big time into metal, like always messaging me about different guitar pickups and amp tubes and things. Um, I was like, "Do you want to do a shredding Absolutely. guitar solo on this <laughs> on this synth pop remix?" We kind of made a list of who we thought maybe maybe would do it, and everyone said yes. <laughs> um, so all so all of these people I really admired were suddenly like yeah doing stuff with my music it's very cool
0: obviously it connects with like quite a wide audience of people yeah i think it's like i don't know it's like it's like slightly
2: weird sounding music i th- i think um it's not like every although one of the tracks has been heard in some local gyms so no. um i guess it's not that weird um <laughs> but like i feel like i do my best to put some some real like hearty emotion into the tracks and i feel like people who are into that kind of like emotional like pop songwritery stuff Mm. do tend to connect with it which i find really gratifying because that's like that's what's really nice about making music is that when you can like share this emotion with someone that would take like an hour to explain to them in a deep and deep and meaningful at two AM. Yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah. Or
0: you just never share it.
2: Or yeah, or you just never tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then yeah, suddenly you put it in a song and people are coming up to you at New Year's parties being like, Oh my God, I felt I really felt that and you're like, Oh cool
0: you're like love is useless. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean it it's Gemini season. It so is. it's it's the sassy yeah? area. I'm I'm a Gemini. Oh. It was my birthday um yeah on the 29th. Oh my so. god.
1: Happy birthday. So happy. Oh, thank you. That's so cool. Whoa. Did you do anything exciting?
2: Uh I just I just had some friends around and I uh made them play old PlayStation games with me. What's <laughs> your go to? Uh Crash Team Racing is a, is oh. a classic. Whoa. Um and Tekken. Oh yes. Uh mm. yeah. Who's you, like,
0: who's your Tekken character?
2: I I used to like Yoshimitsu, but Hot. it had it had been like ten years since I had played it, so none of them really felt that natural. Um,
0: <laughs> Speaking of parties, do you have a life of the party for us? Something that you are feeling absolutely stunning about at the moment?
2: I do. Um, so I, I have I've brought to the party uh Eurovision twenty twenty two. Uh. Which occurred recently, but I feel like we're still feeling the ripple effects. Um, only today, yes. the the winners uh, auctioned off their the trophy. What? Um, because so so yes. Ukraine won. Yes. Um, and they auctioned off the trophy to like fund the defense effort, which is wow. grim, but also the power of Eurovision.
0: Yeah, they literally got like nine hundred thousand dollars for it, and they they bought fighter drones wow. it's
2: oh, wild stuff but wild. it was like honestly the competition this year was it was astonishing I mean Eurovision is always good
0: thank you for being in New Zealand and watching Eurovision because it it feels like it hasn't reached the culture here fully no,
2: no. I mean, in Australia, they, I mean, they have entered now, but mm-hmm. like the reason they got to do that is because they were like Eurovision mad for ages. And I feel like we yeah. got to build the culture over here.
0: Agreed. Agreed.
2: I just feel like so many people don't really get what it is. Like I was trying, like after I was on such a high after the final that I kept trying to talk to people about Eurovision and they'd be like, oh, that's the like weird that's the weird European songs. And you're like, I mean, yes, but <laughs> so much more than that. So um, much
0: more than that. And
2: you're like, yeah. And the winner was like combining Ukrainian folk music with like hip hop and this kind of like new age thing. And they're like, that sounds terrible. And you're like, you don't, you don't get it. television;
0: It's literally four hours of bliss.
2: It's so good. And they're like, the way that they do the judging is both totally infuriating and so like amazing to watch because... So they start with like the country judges and their taste is so bad. (laughs) Like the official judging panel, they're always like, yeah, so like, yeah, so each country gets to award some points and they have like official judges and the official judges are always like, I'd like to give 10 points to the tackiest song and five points to a ballad that was unlistenable. Um, and yes. so you're like, yeah. Ah! So you're going through all of the like judges points and you're like, none of the ones that I liked got, got that many points. Oh, and
0: I know. Yeah.
2: And then suddenly the, like the popular vote comes through and you're like, yes, power to the people because yeah. they, they know they're like zero points for Germany. Gosh, <laughs> they're <it's> like.
0: <laughs> especially this year. I was like, if Ukraine doesn't win, humanity is like done. Like this is our last day on earth. Done.
2: I know, I was like I was like, one, Ukraine has to win. Two. To. The UK cannot win. The UK should be It's it's terrible because so here's here's some more like I feel like this is partly me being excited about Eurovision and partly me trying to like sneakily explain the like technicalities of Eurovision. <laughs> but but there are like there are like so there are like certain countries that get automatic entry they don't have to so everyone else has to like win a bunch of competitions with their song but spain greece france germany and britain don't and like spain they're fine they're trying really hard they're putting in they're putting in the hard yards they're putting in bangers greece are pretty good france you know whatever but Britain and Germany, every year, put in the worst song you've ever <laughs> And it's like, this. it's just, it's an embarrassment to Eurovision. Like, the the, oh, the the German entry this year sounded like 21 Pilots or something. It was very, like...
0: Yeah, light. but he was, like, their Slim Shady wannabe. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was real, like,
2: dude bedroom rock. Which is just yeah. not, it's not
0: the vibe. It's still hard to watch someone get no points. Though. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm glad that he got Ooh. some points. Yeah.
2: Um, would yeah. With
0: Brexit <laughs> would we think that
1: Britain should be kicked out?
2: I think. Or is that not I in think, the spirit? I think there's at least a case. There's a well, it's not in the spirit because it's all about togetherness. Right. Um, I shouldn't be doing hand gestures on this podcast, but I did a togetherness <laughs> hand gesture. Um, it's all about togetherness. I feel like there's at least a case for them not getting automatic entry anymore yes. so that they can at least start. The thing about trying that, that's all a financial,
0: harder. though. Like it's they just true. literally pay. So all the countries that get automatic entry are like the huge funders of Eurovision. So they literally are paying to be there and without them then Eurovision can't happen in the most spectacular way. Although All right. To okay. say you... Spain is like coming to the party and oh my god. I have listened to that song it's so okay. many times. I would have yeah, been okay with them.
2: Star. I would have been okay with them winning. Like if it couldn't Another be Ukraine. Year? Yes. Like <laughs> if it couldn't be Ukraine, it could have been it could have been them. Um, 100%. Oh, it's just I just feel like it's such um such like a a beautiful moment of togetherness
1: it oh, is. which sounds through like a sign <laughs> let's <Yeah. through> the <laughs> sign
0: togetherness
2: um it's like yeah i just i feel like there's nothing there's nothing really like it and i i also love that it kind of like creates its own like little microcosm of what music should be mm. like mm. whenever you watch it with someone who's never watched it before you have to be like no, this is a good Eurovision song. And they're like, oh, "I don't really get it." And you're like, "No, it's a good Eurovision song. You'll you'll learn to love this."
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, agreed.
2: sometimes there are good song songs, but most of the time you're like, "Oh, this is a bad Eurovision song." This is a good Eurovision song. Like it's its own kind of j- little genre of like weird sexy pop with too slightly too much rapping.
0: Yes, I have. Do you know who was the real winner of Eurovision this year, though? Mika.
2: Was it Mika? Hi. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> yes, girls, so yes. incredible.
2: I, I gotta say, I did download the like the classic Mika album as I was watching because I was like, I've, I've not given Mika the credit he deserves.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, I have a legend. huge Mika like stand, yeah, yeah. huge, and then. I fell off, and now I'm back. Oh my god! You got
2: to be back. The new stuff's so good as well. (laughs) So good! You're not going to
1: have a bad day if you start your day listening to Mika. It's just like you can't.
2: No, totally. And I loved. I love. I just love the whole like chemistry between the guests. I spent like fully an hour and a half trying to figure out. There was a bit where they were doing Italian hand gestures, and at one point mm. they were like, ah, ha, ha. we can't tell you what this one means; it's too rude." But if you've ever tried to Google a hand gesture before, you can't just you can't Google a hand gesture; it's not words. So I was like try to
0: describe
2: what they'd done,
0: and How, like, "Well, okay, can let's do this. <laughs> so I'm gonna do a hand gesture, and maybe you could describe it for our listeners."
2: Okay. Don't okay, do anything just a
0: simple one.
2: <laughs> that's that's a waving hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hand yes, wave. correct. You're quite yeah. good at it. So, okay, yeah. Good. But
0: maybe did you find what like... you were looking for? Well, this was, I believe, it was this
1: <laughs> oh.
0: sewing, sewing.
2: It was like, it was like needle and the hand was like together as like a chef's kiss kind of like oh. duck beak thing. Yes, yeah. But it was like doing a specific spin above the head or something
0: I'm Interesting. gonna I'm gonna
2: try again now that we've had some like time yeah. for people to like upload write up Eurovision on yeah exactly
0: yeah that's Reddit go to Reddit that'll help
2: oh, I guess I guess it, I guess this is the situation where I do have to go to Reddit
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the only answer and speaking of depressing situations <laughs> <laughs> oh, these sequins a... are so good You're really every time fun. I don't know where they come from but they're always perfect <laughs> Um, do you have it peaked too soon for uh, something that you're not feeling so hot about at the moment?
2: Um, the, this has got this has got to be the the Twitter for you page, which is like I guess all social media apps have a for you page now, don't they? It's like the bit of Twitter that you go to where it's meant to show you more stuff, like the stuff that you like. Um, and it at a certain point it worked. And it's just become the like worst thing in the world.
1: Would you say like because it's almost like headlines, right?
2: It is. It is. It. It used to be more.
1: I know Twitter right now. I love Twitter. Like women.
2: general. Yeah, good. Okay. Good. I'm glad I'm amongst mu- Twitter people space. because. I feel like when you talk to non-twitter people about twitter they're like, "Oh, the bad place." And you're like, "Oh, it's got some it's got some nice <laughs> bits. <laughs> you just got to follow the like fox of the day or whatever. Um, but I feel I feel like when I first started using twitter, it had like genuinely it would have stuff and I'd be like, "Oh, that's news that I hadn't heard." And now it's like the top headline is either Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, which is It scary. is. Yep, it is. Or occasionally it'll be um, the very top one will be debunking uh, like a mistruth that I had never heard before. <laughs> it'll be like, it'll be like, oh, it turns out that COVID doesn't make your teeth fall out. And I'm like, who said, who said that? They'll, they'll be like, oh yeah. T- uh, <laughs> I d- it's just, I, I'm losing my mind. It's like, oh, being gay doesn't make you blind. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, And then like, you go further down, yes. and it'll be a link to a paywalled article. You'll be like, I'll click that. That's interesting. Oh, no. it's uh, You've exceeded your Washington Post. I haven't looked at any yeah. Washington <laughs> Post articles. And then it'll be like, it'll be like trending topics. And you'll be like, OK, I wonder why Pokemon is trending. And you'll click it, and it'll be millions of people just saying, weird that Pokemon's trending. Yeah. Or like, oh. <laughs> I guess while Pokemon's trending, I'll post this like cartoon pornography that I've made. And you're like, oh my God, no. I just wanted to know what people were talking about. And then, okay, there's like one more element yes. So it has like topics that you might want to mm-hmm. follow. And there's a there's a function where you can say, I'm not interested in this. Don't show me any of this. Which has, I guess I've like exhausted the number of times I can <laughs> press that because mine won't change now. It's, what? So there's a it wants me to follow this dude called I think Hassan Abi who I think is a Twitch streamer. Okay. I don't know, I don't know, but I get his his topic is always like this is what you're into, and it's a lot of people sending him thirst traps, um, which is <laughs> like wild. <laughs> um, and uh, also takeaway TD, which is like cool, <laughs> but also. I now it's the only thing that Twitter wants me to hear about. So, and then, um, like a game called Hades that I've never played, and people's like thirsty fan art of Hades. And I don't know what I've like, I don't know if I've like broken Twitter or something, but this is like, I will just habitually go to the For You because I'm like, I wonder what's happening in the news, and it'll just be like, Oh, these people are mad at takeaway TD, and I'm like,
0: I don't. Want... <laughs> are you? And you can't unfollow. You're yeah. like, what I is can't... this? The Washington Post? <laughs> I cl-
2: yeah, exactly. I click. I click. Don't show me this, and it'll go okay, okay, and it'll hide it. And then you'll scroll away and scroll back, and it'll be like, oh, these people think takeaway Waititi's really hot, and you're like, okay, <laughs> all right.
1: Are you a TikTok user?
2: I no. Okay. I I have I sometimes we'll watch it over my girlfriend's shoulder. Um, so I am aware of some TikTok things.
1: Well, I was just thinking, are we, are we like, too um, spoiled in the algorithms that we have in other platforms now that, like, this one just isn't sophisticated enough to understand us as well?
2: I, I mean, I think so. Because, like, judging by the way that Maddie, my partner, uses TikTok... She, she'll be like, I want to see crochet TikToks. And it'll be like, yes, we have millions yeah. of those. Yeah. And you'll be like, I actually kind of only want to see like bisexuals with crocheted vests. Yeah. And it'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> hundreds, hundreds of thousands of those. ah." Could they be like singing a satirical song and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can tell you they can tell you facts about social injustice if you want and that'll be your whole TikTok and it'll go for days and it's like
0: bisexuals twi- <laughs> crocheting while t- singing facts about injustice TikTok
2: you would do well on TikTok with that Woo! like that's that's like prime TikTok material yeah but Twitter they is also just like, think.
0: Taika Waititi is yeah. sexy though.
2: I mean, probably. It's it's been extremely interesting. Uh, like, because my thought or like thoughts about him was that he was a very talented director. Apparently, he's a gay icon now, which has he's been very icon? interesting to find out. Taika looking more like a dad, like looking like a dad, but with like a pride flag behind him. <laughs> that's like really. That's like the core of what Twitter wants me to see these days. I
0: think Twitter gets you. <laughs>
1: so much. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you if the um, remix you did of Swing is available anywhere to listen to, because I had a quick look at your band camp, and it would seem it wasn't on there.
2: I think it, it should. Okay, well, I'm gonna... So it might have been taken down from the band camp without my knowledge, um, but it should be there. Or I'm a boomer. Um, that is the other thing. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. it is. Um. So, so to avoid... Possible litigation oh, um one I probably shouldn't talk about it on a podcast, <laughs> but it is it is called drop it low oh,
1: so if you go yeah. to the yeah okay. um
2: that is that has been such an interesting experience though because that was like that was like the first thing that I put out as like an electronic person, and every so often I will be like walking around at like two a m on K Road after a gig, and someone will come up to me and be like, oh. You're that chick who did the swing remix, and I'm like, yeah. And they're like, did you ever do anything else? I'm like, <laughs> ah. yeah, yeah, quite, quite. You know, I've done quite a lot that I've done other things, but it's. I think it's quite cute that it has kind of a life of its own. As like, it's like, it's kind of like to certain people, that's my like one hit wonder. Is the time yeah. that I remixed. Oh my swing.
1: god, it's such an iconic thing to have done. <laughs> well, in that same vein, Jason, I think we should say the mantra
0: hmm. 2001, 2001 to 2008, 2008. There ain't, ain't a song that we hate. hate
1: Now, this is the time where we come together to celebrate the moment and feeling that was 2001 to 2008 Because it's a period of time that brings us so much joy And we want to reflect on it at all times I'm Amelia, we'd love you to add a song to the playlist What's
2: it going to be? The, so now this was, this was personally very difficult for me. Um, because I mean, for two reasons, one, because I also think 2001 to 2008, there ain't a song that I yes. oh, no, just ruined the thing, but you yeah, know, you, you got it. The, you found yeah, it. You're, that, you're doing okay. so well. Okay. I yeah. almost <laughs> got there. Yeah. There you go. Um, I was, I was like that we don't rate. No, that's too many. That's words. <laughs> um, well, alternative version for the yes. B side. Um, but I was like, "Oh, it's like such a a key period." But the playlist has so much good stuff on it already. I was going through, being like, "Oh, there's no Kaylee on here," and then I was like, "Oh no, this is definitely <laughs> Kaylee." I was like, "Oh, I bet I bet they don't have Savage and a Red. <laughs> they don't know." And I was like, "Oh no, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely there." <laughs> um, but I did. But I did notice that International Players Anthem by Underground Kings featuring Outcast was not on there and so that is the song that i have brought because it is like and a kind of an all-time greatest song for me it's
1: so great i was just listening to it before and um any song that references being cc'd in an email
2: huge it's so (laughs) amazing honestly like it's it's so good i feel like Andre 3000 is so good at, at opening verses. Yeah.
0: Hey, yeah to that. That song will be on the 2001 to 2008 playlist, which you can find on Spotify, listeners. Go check it out. Have a party. Speaking of the internet, where can we find you, Emma Amelia? Where are you hiding?
2: Um, you can listen to the music uh, on all the streaming services if you want, or you can go to amamelia.com which is A-M-A-M-E-L-I-A dot Um, And you can buy it there if you want. I mean, you can also stream it there, but after a little while, Bandcamp gets mad at you. Um, <laughs> uh, and you can follow me on probably the, you can follow the Amamelia Facebook page, but I, people don't use Facebook anymore. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Mealy underscore worm, or you can follow me on Instagram at extravagant pudding i'm working on getting more professional handles but i also kind of like the ones that i have already so
0: (laughs) we'll put those all in our show notes so you don't have to type in a single thing if you're listening to this you can just click and enjoy
2: oh beautiful
0: oh you are thank you so much for jumping on the pod with us today am amelia and huge congratulations on the new track finally it is out and about and all listeners can go and stream it where you stream songs and go check out the music video on youtube thank you for coming listeners we'll see you next time bye thank you